Hello everyone, I want to welcome you guys back with open arms. And if you've made it this far in the series, I want to thank you. And I hope that it has helped you the way that it has helped me. This is episode 9 and guess what we're going to talk about? Love. And is it really blind? Love and attraction. <laughs> Okay, okay, okay. I'm going to tone it down. Um, do you think you can fall in love with someone that is not, you know, <laughs> attractive? I, I don't know. For me, I don't think that when I get involved, uh, okay, a lot of different people try to talk to me all the time, but I like to choose the person that I'm going to be with. And I don't look at features, but there are two things, two things that I must, this person must have. This person must be tall and on the thinner side. I mean, not like I wouldn't be attracted to someone that's kind of short and plump I adore tall men <laughs> gosh if he's thin if he's slightly muscular oh my goodness I'm, I'm gonna lose my mind um, but it's, but when we think about it in the grand scheme of things um, you can fall in love with anyone because it comes down to how that person treats you, what's in their heart, how you feel when you're around them. Oh my goodness, I, uh, <laughs> my ex, he was tall and thin, of course, he was handsome. <laughs> but even if he wasn't handsome, I think that Everything that he did, everything that we did together. Uh, I mean, he was he he did things that that made him so adorable. Oh my goodness! And i I couldn't I couldn't help but to fall. I couldn't help but to fall in love. It's like I don't know. You you don't look with your eyes. You look with your heart. I mean, we look at these celebrities sometimes, and we say, oh my goodness, uh, he, he's with her, or she's with him, but we don't know. I mean, think about it. They're, they're human just like we are. You know, they're in this glamorized world where beauty counts, and how the shape of your body, you know, how everything is. You know, people are uh, paparazzi. The paparazzi is always trying to find horrible pictures <laughs> to embarrass celebrities. Oh, you think she's beautiful? Well, look how she looks in a bikini. Or look at him. He has a dad bod. He has a pot belly. You know, he had to get in shape for this movie. I remember one movie. Um, this particular actor that I love a lot. He made this werewolf movie. And we were watching it. And I, and I remember 
at the theater, people were like, uh, why didn't he get in shape for the movie? You know, he, he should have gotten in shape for the movie. <laughs> I, I, you know, I, I just got to see him. The movie was great. To me, it was great. I don't know what about, about the critics, but um, it was just a remake of a, a werewolf movie. We're just going to leave it at that. But I found him to be particularly uh, attractive. Did he act well in the role? I don't know. I think um, you have to pick a role that you're going to be comfortable with. And I don't think he was comfortable. Maybe it was because uh, he hadn't gotten shape for the role. But it was good. The movie was, to me, it was good. And so, celebrities are always under this pressure to look good. And under this pressure to marry someone that looks equally or better than them. And I don't, I don't think that's realistic. That, that's not realistic for anyone because you can get with someone that is um, astonishingly <laughs> handsome, and he he'll treat you like dirt. You find out he's been cheating on you, and laughing your face about it. You know, you don't want someone that's vain and evil and black-hearted. You you want someone that's going to be loving kind and caring and understanding and patient you get someone that that <laughs> you, you he's he's always in the mirror or she's always in the mirror thinking about their looks you don't want someone like that and can you imagine you're rich that person's rich and look at how messy the divorce is going to be think think about it we have seen some pretty Messy divorces between some really pretty people. <laughs> now, uh, me, I, I have, I never asked my um, ex why he was attracted to me. I every day, sometimes three, four, five times a day. He was always telling me that I was so beautiful. Just, uh, just, <laughs> I was constantly, uh, I was always being complimented. I'm, I'm used to compliments. And he would always tell me, do you seriously not know how beautiful you are? I said, what? He said, do you seriously not know how beautiful you are. And I, I, <laughs> I guess I just never really thought about it. And um, I posted some, I created a profile on social media. And that's all I've been getting Dan, I know you guys have been noticing the little notification sounds and some of my recordings. It's It's been going on and on and on and on and, uh, you know, I'm used to it. One of my friends said, uh, you know you like the attention. And I said, well, no, it's, I'm used to it. That's, I mean, I, I honestly, I was, wasn't really thinking about it. And um, that's all that's been 
day in, day out, overnight. I'm surprised I've been getting sleep because my phone's been going off. My phone, my Galaxy Tab, everything's been going off with notifications. And uh, it's been a, a bit overwhelming. I had to uninstall, well, disable the messenger part of the uh, app. Because it was getting out of control. And people were calling me, video chatting me. I had one guy. He kept calling back to back to back to back. And finally, I answered. And uh, he was a foreign guy. He spoke a little bit of English. But as soon as I answered, he said, I love you. I love you. I love you. <laughs> and I laughed. And I hung up. I was like, oh my goodness, what's going on here? And... I was trying to watch a movie. This man kept on calling back. I answered. And he said, stand up. Stand up. I was like, you want me to stand up? Why? Why do you want me to stand up? And guess what he did? He raised up his shirt and he showed me his uh, nipple or whatever. His pecs or whoever or whatever. He was pointing at me. And then... I, I, I kind of, he, he was pointing down, and I pointed at myself, and he was like, yes, this man thought that I was going to let him look at me. I hung up. I hung up quick. And he kept calling, he kept calling, he kept calling. And then on top of that, I started getting calls from other people. Everything was out of control. It was out of control. When I made my profile, I was not there to... I, I didn't come on there. It's not even a relationship site. It's just a site where people just add friends, talk to people, get in other people's business, <laughs> you know? And um, all of a sudden, people were... Guys were just trying to video chat me, send me pictures, and I, I, it got out of control. <laughs> I don't think, I, I don't know if anybody would like that or not. I, I don't know. It, it got, it got kind of scary to me. So I took the messenger part off and um, I joined this site. Uh, it's going on three days now going on three days and I've oh gosh I wake up to hundreds hundreds of friend requests and I go on I just accept everyone I have over a thousand friends well people <laughs> that want to be friends and less than it hasn't even been three full days and every when we become friends they go to the messenger and say something and then they go to my uh, pictures and they say all these things and uh, these are beautiful things that they say very beautiful and um, I'm, I'm not complaining about it I don't I, I, I like it it's cute. But when they inbox me and say, 
these other things and try to send me pictures pictures of them uh, in certain well in their birthday suits <laughs> it kind of you know it kind of throws me off a little bit you probably can hear the notifications going on now uh, um, I hope it's not bothersome or worrisome but attraction Physical appearance. I'm just going to tell you. A person. Uh, <laughs> what has been going on with me? It has been. I don't. <laughs> I don't know. If I ever had. Low self-esteem. Low self-esteem. I. And I don't know. It would. It, it had to have been unwarranted, because I'm not gonna say they put me up on a pedestal, but gosh, um, <laughs> it feels good, especially you know after a breakup and uh, having become sort of self-conscious a little bit. Maybe I did, um, I don't know, it, in the relationship, I don't know if I was self-conscious. I, I think that I became insecure, not because of how I looked or anything, but because how he, he was, he would be acting sometimes. He... There wasn't a time that he didn't act like he loved me. He, I, I know that he loved me. Um, I know that he was in love. He had told me if there was a word that meant more than love, that was deeper than love, that's what he felt for me. And... looking back on all those tender moments and, and then sometimes you know there were some not so tender moments where I felt he was being mean to me mm. and then I think I think sometimes I, I may have overreacted I'm a bit sensitive in some areas I think <laughs> something Something tells me that it's not, it's not over yet. If I don't feel the finality of it, I, have I heard from him? Yes, I've heard from him. <laughs> um, yes, I've heard from him. And I, it's not over yet. It's, even though I've walked myself through these steps to healing, it's not over yet. I, I think, I think that sometimes people jump the gun too fast and say, "Oh, it's over. I'm done. I'm out." 
he's not going to take me back. She's not going to take me back. You know, we say these things in our hearts. Our hearts are saying something different. Like, oh, you know, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. You know, you got to hold off. You got to wait. And I... I, I love him so much that when he acts a particular way, it affects me. When he's upset, I'm upset. When he's hurt, I'm hurt. Um, it's like everything is connected. Um, my life is so intertwined. with his but even now even after we've broken up it's, it's so hard to picture my life with without him in it and that it can be that can be scary sometimes but I'm being off topic again <laughs> I'm supposed to be talking about love is a plan I think I think that it is. I think love is blind. Because we're not seeing with our... It causes us to put on blinders. Because we, we don't see everything the way that we should. Everything's distorted because of the highly emotional element. Gosh, with me, it's it's so... It's to the max. It's like someone came in and went from low to maximum in an instant. And it's like, he's, he's a part of me. He's a part of me. And I... And I There's nothing I can do at this point. <laughs> you guys probably saying, "Oh, there's plenty you can do," but there, there isn't. There's, I mean, I, I've been fighting hard. You know, I've been fighting really hard to um, sever the ties, but it's like. It's like I'm, I'm stuck on him. I'm glued to him. And I, I truly believe he feels the same way. Wishful thinking. I'm serious. I'm serious. I'm laughing. And I'm not trying to have long moments of silence. It's just that I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about everything. Um, in the past, there are a lot of things that I should have noticed in my relationships. I should have noticed when they were getting ready to go south, but I didn't because. I was still trapped in in the dream, the 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 romance of it all. We'd be intimate, and I'd be thinking about that for days. You know, in the afterglow of it all. <laughs>
then um it wouldn't be the same for them. They'd be like, oh yeah, yeah, whatever. <laughs> I think I I'm not a hopeless. I am a hopeful romantic. I know because it you know these things things are things happen the way they're gonna happen. You know we just. We just have to live every day like it's our last. Live every moment to the fullest. And right now, if you're regretting anything from the past, if you think you've been, you you hurt someone or someone hurt you, it doesn't cost you a dime to call that person and apologize if you did wrong or to tell that person you know you hurt me and it took me such a long time to get over you and it has affected me you know it doesn't hurt to tell the, tell that person that and a lot of times you're going to find that your exes are receptive even if they ended the relationship ended badly and then they'll open up and tell you yeah I know I did that but I was acting like that because you we're doing this and you were doing that and you weren't being considerate of my feelings. You act like you couldn't see that you were hurting me. You know, it, it, it's, I say it's a push and a pull and a give and take situation. Everybody can't be pushing at the same time. Everybody can't pull at the same time. But give and take, you know, The other day I got in contact with so many people and apologized and I feel good I apologize for hurting hurting them treating them and throughout I can tell you this throughout my relationships I haven't ever been one to cheat that's the thing about me. Even when, especially like when I was married, someone would come up to me and I'd be like, oh, I'm married, I'm married, I'm married, I'm married. <laughs> and this one guy said, I didn't ask you if you were married. Um, I had been on one of my shoe shopping binges and uh, he followed me outside the store. And we had a conversation and I did not know that conversation was going to affect the rest of my life. Behind that conversation and some investigation on my part, um, my marriage was essentially over. And the things that I found out, I couldn't, I couldn't stay. I just couldn't stay. Mm. So love is blind But that's not a bad thing I think that's a good thing um, Because you You learn lessons You learn things about yourself You learn things about others And the life lessons that you carry on With that 
you smarten up, you get wiser. And um, I think anything that improves you, it's a good thing. What doesn't break you, I, I believe it really does make you stronger and smarter. And so, um, a lot of you might have a different opinion about love. But I sure do thank you for following me on my journey to healing. And even when I gave up and thought everything was over, and then suddenly he says he's missing me like crazy. And those words My heart, you can't know. No one can know how those words touched me. There's no sin in going back. If you love that person, you did wrong, that person has forgiven you. There's nothing in the way. There's nothing in the way of you going back. You just need to do the right thing. Be calm, be patient, be understanding. And know that you're not always gonna have your way. Some guy told me one time, you gotta get used to someone telling you no. You haven't been told no before. He said, well, I'm gonna tell you no. <laughs> And I was like, what? He said, I'm going to tell you no. <clears throat> you know how that ended. It didn't even take off. The plane did not even take off. It didn't even go down the runway. And it's not because he said that he was going to be telling me no. It's it's the way that he said it. He, he um... It's like he was defiant with... He, he had a... A attitude about it. It was like he was coming into this to break me down. He said, oh, I'm going to get you right. I'm going to get you right. He said, because I see. I see that these other guys, he used a different word, but he said, I see these other guys have been letting you walk all over them, get your way. And I said, no, no, it hasn't been like that. The guy was he was obviously the type that would tear the wings off a butterfly. He he was he did not like uh, beautiful things. He 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 wanted to hurt. He <laughs> he wanted to hurt my feelings. He he wanted to break me down. To even he wanted me to feel like nothing. I could tell that if I had had built started a relationship with him, that's where I was. That that's what where it would have taken me. But let me tell you what he what he did. Somebody had reached out to me and asked for some help. He said that he was homeless and his daughter, him and his daughter, were on the streets. So, um, I was telling the guy, I said, well, okay, I don't know if it's true or not. I said, well, maybe, I, what if I just go and send 50 bucks? He said, you better not. 
You better not send them anything. You better not. He doesn't have anywhere, anyone anywhere where he is. He, he can't go get help. He can go to this place. He can go to the shelter. He was just naming all kind of places. And I brushed that off. I said, well, maybe I'll, I'll just send a hundred bucks and I'll just see how things go. He said, if you give him that, he's going to keep on coming back, keep on coming back, keep on coming back using you. All right. So, this he I, I let him kind of talk me out of it because I looked at the whole situation. And he said, he's got a cell phone and he's doing all this and doing all that. And you're just going to let him use you. So, I didn't send it. Uh, so, essentially, I allowed him to block somebody else's blessing. But don't you know, this man turned around. And asked me to borrow some money. Really? I blocked him. You tried, You you talked me out of helping someone else. And then you're sitting up asking me for some money. No. It doesn't work like that. It doesn't even work like that. He, sh he should have been like. Well go on and help him. And, and you know if he's doing wrong. He, if he puts that out into the universe, that's what's going to come back to him. No, he didn't say anything like that. He talked me off of that. He did not want me giving anyone a dime. And for a person like me that has a bit of a shopping addiction, I, you know, I don't mind spending money. I don't mind helping others. I don't mind doing anything for anyone in need. And I'm not too worried about somebody using and abusing me for money. I'm not worried about that because you can't take it with you. You can't take anything with you. And um, a person, a friend in need is a friend indeed. And I think um, when people reach out for help, we, we should do what we can, especially if we are in a position to where we can afford to do it. So with that, I'm going to leave it, leave you guys with this. You know, love is blind. That's not necessarily a bad thing. I consider it a good thing. And when we're in love, we don't see with our eyes. We see with our hearts. And we might miss a few things. We might miss a few warning signs. But there's nothing wrong with being... With living in that dream. Living in that euphoria. There's nothing wrong with it. It does your heart good. What so you know? What if later the floor does fall out from under you, is snatched out from under you? It's okay. You're gonna live to fight another day. Just believe in yourself, and don't give up so easily. I want to thank you guys for listening, and I hope that this has been therapeutic for you, just like it has been for me. I'll catch you guys in the next one. Bye bye.